Hold on. Did that motherfucker just call me a twat? Oh, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Totally weird. Shit! <laughs> that was such a natural opening. Look, and that is a definite Katie Mark right there. That's me screaming shit. <laughs> Amazeballs. So, do you know what we're starting with today? Oh, first, guys, we have had a fucking traumatic week. Yeah. I had to call an ambulance for my dad. On your birthday. On my birthday. Mm. But luckily, it was nothing life-threatening. He's had the surgery, all is well, mm-hmm. and then tell him what happened today. So we've both had to call 911 in the last week. Right. So I'm over here and we're drinking by the pool. My mom calls me and she's like, all the smoke detector, carbon monoxide detectors in our house are going off. I'm like, what do you mean? Dude, shit. She's, I was a like, fairy just flew in here real quick. Right. Was Sorry, second. my phone is loud as fuck. So I was like, did you call 911? Did you call whatever? No. She called 411 <laughs> to find out the non-emergency number to call. I haven't called 411 since 1990. So I didn't know that they still existed. When I was seven. Right. So they told her... That the to call the non-emergency number in Arcola, which is like an hour from my house and is two uh, counties away. Right. And I was like, "What the f- Arcola? That's in Loudoun County. What are you talking about?" So she was like, "Well, I took these the batteries out of this one smoke detector because it was screaming fire, but there's no fire anywhere." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> She's like, "I need you to come home and help me." Turns out, she just couldn't get fucking new batteries in the smoke detector. <laughs> so then she's like, oh, um, the smoke detector in the two-story foyer at the, <laughs> in the hallway upstairs, that uh, smoke detector, the light isn't flashing on it. And I'm like, then why did you take the batteries out of this one? Oh my gosh, that's right. And she was like, well, this is the one that was yelling fire. And I was like, what? (laughs) So I'm like trying not to die. Katie had to leave my house, go to her I had to drive 20 minutes back to my house. And now mind you, it's been 40, like when I get back to my house, it had been 40 minutes since my mom was supposed to call the fire department. (laughs) I get back to my house exactly 40 minutes after I talk to my mom. Do you think there's a fucking fire truck in front of my house? I'll give you a hint. The answer is no. (laughs) Thank God my house is- Katie was the rescue squad. (laughs) (laughs) Thank fucking God my house did not burn down, that there was not a carbon monoxide leak, and that there were no fires in the walls. Because my mom's stupid ass called 411 
God only knows who they notified. We are really dating ourselves that we even know what 411 is. Well, not is. only that, why would my my mom would call the non-emergency number when every single detector in my house is going off screaming fire at her? I know, that's why I don't understand. What is wrong call, with you? If you call 911, they ask you, what, what is, your emergency? is your emergency? And then you can say, hey, I don't see a fire, but all my fucking fire alarms are going off. And do you know what they would do? They would come right away. They would immediately dispatch the fire department. Yeah. <laughs> God. So I get there and she has the audacity to be irritated with me because I was like, hold up. I came home to help you to put batteries in a smoke detector. Right. And she was like, well, I just couldn't read which direction the batteries go in. <laughs> What the fuck? Oh, man. What the actual fuck? So then I'm like, she tells me about the one that's upstairs. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I drag this ladder up the stairs. Oh, my God. God. (laughs) So I drag this ladder up the stairs. And the way where they put the smoke detector is literally like over. So I have like a two story foyer. So I have to put the foyer. Foyer. (laughs) (laughs) Foyer. So, you have to put the ladder against the banister. And you're certain death if you fall over. Right. And I am terrified of heights. And so, like, my knees, I'm like, don't buckle, don't buckle, don't buckle. And I have 14 foot ceilings. So, I'm like... So... I have my arms completely above my head. And I'm like, don't look down, don't move. Just stare at the smoke detector. So my mom's handing me these batteries, and she's like, why are you shaking? Bitch, do you want to get on the fucking ladder? Yeah, that's really why she called you. She was like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. So I finally get him in there, and then I notice that the light on the smoke detector doesn't come on. So what do I have to do? Push the test button. So I get the batteries in there, and I close the thing, and I push the button. Yeah. Not remembering to turn my head. The fucking alarm sound goes off in my fucking eardrum, and I swear to God, it rattled my brain for a good, like, oh ten minutes. God. I was like, I'm leaving. <laughs> Enjoy your fucking fire. House. Right. I was like, if it goes off again, call the fire department. Yeah, like, I'm not doing it. I came straight back to Mandy's house and took, like, three shots. Yeah, I was twat like, shots. Oh, shit. Twat after, shots. After this opener, we're taking a twat shot. Yes, and cheers with our classic cuts. They are plastic, guys. Our cups are stupid. And but it's cool because but they're put... color changing. Right when you put cold drinks in them, they change colors. So I have like a pinkish red one. She has a blue one. I have a blue one. Right. So when your ice melts, you're fucked. Then it's just a stupid clear cup. Then it's just this dumb, ugly, but fucking cup. Since we've talked to you last, I've had a birthday. Yeah, Mandy's eight hundred and twelve now. <laughs> I am a vampire. <laughs> so that's awesome. What's going on? I'm never going to age. Um, also, <laughs> also, um, by the time you hear this, it'll you, be the 4th of July because yeah. it's tomorrow. Yeah. And hopefully the show will be up tomorrow. Um, oh my God. Sorry. I have to cut Katie off real quick. Shut up. Oh my no God. Way. Our new artwork for our podcast is in. Oh my God. We went with the professionals this time because clearly <laughs> we are amateurs <laughs> of that shit. Anyway. I, I heard that too. Someone's knocking on the window. Are you out here, girlfriend? Oh my Holy god! Holy shit! That timing was 
crazy. All right. And is she out there? No. Because she's probably shitting herself with those fireworks right now. No, Khaleesi came in I could have sworn. I, you heard that knock, right? It's probably audible on our... Yeah. There was like this tap tap on the window. So of course we turn around. If you've been listening to us, you know what happened with the cat in the window and me screaming, fuck you at Mandy. <laughs> so we both hear a tap on the window behind us thinking it's Khaleesi, her cat. Which happened the time Katie was like, Mandy, you bitch! Because yeah. I got up and ran. Yeah, which is what I'm referring to. We turn around and we're looking for Khaleesi and she's not there. So we pull the curtain back even farther and this giant firework just <laughs> goes off. We're like, okay. So on that note. We're going to take a break. This is the longest opener we've ever done. It's like 40 minutes. Sorry I went on a tangent. Love you guys. Be right back. Stay tuned. Anyways, Mandy. whatever just made your ears bleed was either me or Katie. And I'm pretty sure <laughs> it's it either me or Mandy. <laughs> Imagine that. But so now we are getting to what you are all here for. Mm. What? Twat. Twat. Twat is it? Guys. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Head on over to our Instagram, our Facebook, or our Twitter. Mm-hmm. We have just uploaded our new and Final logo. We have rebranded. We have. We have completely rebranded. We have completed the transmission. We have completed (laughs) the transformation. The transition. From From twat, did you say, to to totally totally weird and twisted. Because you know what? Totally weird and twisted is more the shit that we're into. And it still spells twat. (laughs) And it's still an acronym for twat. Is acronym the right word? Yes. I believe so. I believe so, too. Anyways, if you look at our logo, you'll see the acronym. It works. Her brother, Gino. <laughs> God bless you, Gino, because he is did... Is a graphic designer. Wonder By trade. Yeah, and he made the coolest fucking logo ever. Yes. So don't go to him, because he's ours. Yeah, you can't have him. But he's amazing. So shout out to Gino. Love you. Also, uh, we were just listening to East Tennessee Ghost Seekers. Paratalk. Paratalk. East Tennessee Ghost Seekers. We were listening to their live stream podcast on Podbean. So, you guys, just real quick, you know that we're going to um, the Octagon Mansion in Withville, Virginia um, to do an 18-hour... Well, I mean... Most of an 18-hour. Right. Well, we're going to do as much as we can handle. Right. But we're going to do a ghost adventure. But I can't. We're going to do a ghost I'm, adventure with them. We're going to make a ghost invention. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drunk. So. We're also going to be on their podcast. 
Well, that's what I was getting to. Okay. Then we're talking about the investigation. Keep going. So, yeah. So, we're going on the investigation with him on August 1st, which Mm -hmm. is a Saturday. Well, while we were listening, they saw that uh, we were online with them and they were talking at us a little bit. Um, So, they invited us on to their podcast. Yes, the day um, before. The night before for about 30 minutes because apparently there's something they want to tell us. Nuh-uh. That's what he said. Oh, yeah. Duh. Duh. Uh, He's yeah. drunk now. Uh, yeah, I was like totally sober listening to them, so I remember that. <laughs> but anyways, guys, if you want to listen to it live action, like live. Like, live, live. Like you have like to. It's, we're talking at the same time you're hearing us talk. Right. Not like right now, which is like a week away. Right. But it's July thirty first. They on they, Podbean. You on have to Podbean. have the Podbean app. Yeah. So download or Podbean.com. You can listen on Podbean.com. Right. Yeah. Follow us and follow Paratalk with East Tennessee Go Seekers. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can listen to us live on July thirty first. Talk to them. Oh my god! I just got an idea. What? I just got a motherfucking idea. Share, please. What if? During our investigation, we go live on Podbean for a little while. Love it! Oh, yeah. Oh! I mean, we might have to be I don't know why that was wet, but... It was really... (laughs) (laughs) But it just splashed on my face. I think it was from my cup. Oh! Look at the the condensation. I was like, why did that splat my face? Oh, yeah, look at my hand. Look how wet it is. I was like, why did that splat my face? Anyway, we're like a fucking hour in She almost. just high-fived the fuck out of my hand and it splashed my face. And I was like, why is my face wet after a high-five? It, it did indeed. <laughs> However. Oh, we're totally going to go live during our investigation. investigation. Even if we have to like hide in the fucking bathroom and like, you know, summon spirits while we're talking to you. Oh my God, that's going to be fucking amazing. And... We are staying at a historic haunted bed, bed and, and breakfast. breakfast. But we probably shouldn't say that because now people know the date where we're and where we're going to be. We're not famous, so it's okay. <laughs> takes one. Just takes one. All right, crazies. <laughs> Keep your fucking distance. <laughs> anyway. I'll shank your bitch ass. We have kept you waiting long enough. Sorry for, for this, like, 45-minute wait. But <laughs> Mandy has a really cool topic, and I am dying to hear it because so when she so told me, like, what she was talking about, I didn't know anything about it. So I'm excited, and I hope you are, too. This is, like, nostalgic for me. I'm not sure when you guys were born. Probably before or after me. <laughs> probably before us. Probably after old. me. So, but... <laughs> The cool thing is these these things, which are slumber party games, creepy uh-huh. slumber party games to be specific. I was like, what? Like braiding they, your hair? <laughs> they've been going on since like the 1600s. So obviously, I wasn't born that long ago. See, and I never even thought about slumber parties in the 1600s. And then, yeah, but these kids would do it because they had nothing else to fucking do. Right. And um, so, but. At the same time, I found all these slumber party games the kids nowadays do that I don't know anything about. There's like so many of them. So anyway, um, this is actually going to end up being like paranormal activity. Like I'm going to do this every once a month or something. Because I have found so many and 
I just don't have time to do them all in one episode. And I love it, so I'm going to break it up into a bunch of different episodes. But so for today, Slumber Party game number one is Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Board. Sweet. And have you ever tried it? Oh, yeah. Have you tried it? Yeah, but it didn't. I played with a bunch of idiots. Uh, <laughs> well, don't be an idiot, guys, because it's really fun. You have to focus, though. That's the point of these things. So the point of Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Board is... Four to five of you will be available to lift your friend with just two fingers. Now, when I played, I've played with just me and then two of my friends. So mm-hmm. that's like one body and two people lifting you. Right. Which is not at all recommended. But Don't try this at home. But the, the main game rules say four to five of you uh, will be able to lift your friend with just two fingers. Uh, the first time... You will discover that he or she is way too heavy, and you are about to break your frang- frangle. Your fingers. You're going to break your frangle fingers off? Your fragile fingers off. But I'll explain why later. So, Because your friend is fucking heavy, and it takes more than four fingers to lift up your friend? Well, so, yes. Literally. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but there's other, there's other things that go into it. Right. So here's how to play, and then I'll get back into that part. Um, you dim the lights. Candles are a nice touch. Or flashlights. I prefer candles because they're creepier. I prefer flashlights because they don't cause fires. Well, that's true too. But <laughs> they don't put you in the mood. You know? Yeah. Candles, like, put you in the mood. Gotcha. So, you have one person lay down flat on the floor, arms crossed over their chest as if dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Nice touch. Then, two people sit on either side. Shoulders and knees work best. So that makes one at the head, mm-hmm. then two on either side, which is five. Okay. So go ahead and try and lift them while they're completely conscious. It will be nearly impossible, which is true. Um, one person is the group leader. That's generally the person at the head. So this person will then tell the story of how the individual in the center is about to allow a spirit of a dead person into their body, effectively becoming corpse-like. Hold the fuck on. No wonder my friends botched the shit out of this. Because this didn't happen? No! Oh Oh, my god! Oh Oh my god, keep telling. So the narrator, who is generally the person at the head, um, should instruct the body in the center to slowly become stiff like a corpse. And because their body and spirit are now open to supernatural influences, an outside spirit will enter the body and allow it to become light. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. So you're like, possess me and make me fucking float? Well, see, the thing is, these kids, it's like, in their head, they're like, this is a fun sleepover game. Right. But they're really opening themselves up to, to like supernatural a f- energy. Yeah. Right. Oh my gosh. So then the narrator says, light as a feather, stiff as a board. Gradually, the other people start repeating it, except for the body in the center. They stay dead and stiff, eyes closed. Like, here, pretend you have rigor mortis. You're going to start floating. Right. (laughs) And dead people are going to take over your soul. After chanting several times, begin to lift the body off the floor. Still, with just two fingers per hand, you will now be able to lift the body with little to no effort. Stand up and extend your arms upward. It will be effortless. But don't stop chanting or the spell will be broken and the person will go back to their normal weight and crash to the ground. Now, that is true. Like, that's a hundred... Scientists have performed this 
It's true, true, true. I want to try it. So, Mandy, lay on the floor. I'm just going to be at your head and see <laughs> if I can lift you, you know, with just my little fingers at your head. Right. Now, <laughs> it, that's not going to work. Damn it. So, in other, um, uh, what was I going to say? In other versions of the game, you tell a story of how you died. So, you have your friend laying in the middle, right? Mm-hmm. And then you guys are on either side of her, one at the head. And uh, you put your hands over her face, make sure her eyes are closed, and just that kind of like starts the trance. You just like run your hands over her face, close her eyes. And then, like, for instance, when I listened to you, they were like, You got in an accident, you got in an accident, you're ill, you're ill, you're sick, you're sick, you're dying, you're dying, you're dead, you're dead. And then they stopped. And then they started saying, Light as a feather, stiff as a board. I feel like if somebody was chanting that at me, Mm-hmm. I would have a fucking panic attack. <laughs> I'd be like, someone bring me my clonopin! As an like, adult, but as a teenager, probably not. Probably not, no. I wasn't like a You'd be like all into it. basket case as a teenager. <laughs> I didn't need anxiety as a teenager either. Anxiety medicine, I mean. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so... I just you, smoked weed as a teenager. <laughs> yeah, that's anxiety medicine enough. Right. So Even as an adult. So, you make up a story. And then, but the person in the middle is like listening to this, eyes closed, like before. How in the world? Like, I get it. But as a, like a rational, logical human being, I'm like, how does that put you in a trance? Like for me, I'd be like, am I dying? Like, (laughs) I I can't breathe. Well, so this is what happens. So in the beginning of the game, like everyone's like, oh my God, so funny. Ha ha ha. Right. And they're trying to lift their friend with their two fingers and they can't because she's all loosey goosey. Right. She's not stiff. She's heavy as fuck. You know, with two fingers, you can't do it. Right. So then the point of this story and the chant is like, once everyone like gets serious and wants this to work, uh-huh. that's when it happens because something about it mentally makes your body be stiff when you're the one playing the corpse. Yeah. And all of a sudden you feel really light and they can lift you with two fingers, which is weird. And scientists have done this and the game does work, but there's a reason why. Ooh, and they that's cool they know it works and they have done like colleges yeah you know those study groups yeah. and stuff like they've done this they know it works and they have theories on why it works and they're pretty sure they know but why there's it works. no like pinpoint but there's no like it's just like um the world health organization saying like we're pretty sure coronavirus wasn't man-made but they can't say it wasn't made in the lab right so they with this are like we're pretty sure this is how it works but we're but we can't prove it. But we can't prove it. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. But what they did prove is that it does work. Right. So it again How cool is that? Yeah. It's something with your body being in a stiff trance like state, but they cannot prove that it's not because a spirit enters your body. Right. You know what I'm saying? How cool Oh shit! Our light just flickered again. Right when you said a spirit enters your body, <laughs> her light just went fucking nuts. Well, enter Katie, not me, please. Um, close for business. So, um, that is pretty they cool. just haven't they don't know officially explained why, but they have their theories. Yeah. Right? Well, so, I mean, that's basically all science is, is theories. Yeah. So there are a number of theories about why the game works so well, well enough to amaze countless preteen girls into thinking that they had somehow evoked a dead spirit or suddenly become super strong. <laughs> I mean, I would think I'm super I'd strong. I'm the oh fucking God. Hulk right now. Yeah. Like, you feel like you're floating over my fingers. Like, I am strong as fuck right, right. now. Right. <laughs> 
Theory one, group focus. And the first time you try to lift your friend, the group lacks focus. So usually there's giggling and skepticism, especially if you're a bunch of 10-year-old girls amped up on Diet Coke and pizza. Diet Coke? Yeah. Come on. It's decaf coffee. If you're going to do it, like, go all the way. It's like kombucha and, like... And iced tea. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And pine nuts. And straight up vinegar. (laughs) (laughs) And almonds. What kind of mom do you think I am? Organic popcorn. Yeah, that's so what a 13-year-old girl so is thinking fucking of. gross. <laughs> I give my kid, like, fucking Kool-Aid splashers and fucking Doritos. He floats without any fingers. He floats and I pick him up. God damn it. <laughs> hey, mom of the year. Motherfuckers. No, I already got that title. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Plus, your friend is in the middle, likely still very awake and nervous about what is about to be done to them. So by the second time you attempt it, everyone is highly tuned into the task at hand, mm-hmm. right? So in the beginning, it was so like, it's either oh, like, this is like not so enough fun. focus or like hyper focus, right? So not enough. Your body's loose. No one can lift you with two fingers. This right? Is not gonna fucking happen. Mm-hmm. So then, when they're like, okay, all of them consecutively are like, we want this to work, and they decide to focus. Mm-hmm. You know, so then this girl is, you know, hearing the chanting and then all of a sudden the weight will likely be more evenly distributed about all the participants. Interessante. Yeah. Which, I mean, I see that, but at the same time, I'll explain later. <laughs> Theory two. We'll circle back. We'll come back to that. <laughs> oh, oh, Siri thought I said Siri. She lost my spot. Okay. Theory two. You're not that special bitch. It's all about the tension. Ever tried to lift a mattress? Sucks, right? Yeah, absolutely. It, does. it fucking does. Yeah, it like bends in the middle. It's a fucking bitch. Yeah. Um, all that dead weight. A mattress is completely limp, and just because you can hoist up one side with ease does not mean you can keep the other side from flopping on the ground. That's what I said about the dead body I tried to move. Right, exactly. <laughs> but yet... Something of a similar weight, let's say the bed's box spring, seems a lot easier to carry. Because it's stiff. That's because the material is doing a bunch of work for you, whereas the mattress has no structure and just slumps when not supported in all places. Lazy bastard. Which is true. (laughs) Um, The wood or metal allows you to pick up just one section. Um, And the rest will follow maintaining the shape. Like, we have a king-size mattress, and when we tried to move it, you lift up one side, and it's like... But the box spring also doesn't have the same weight. But I see their point. Well, yeah. They're saying the box spring is stiff. Because it's okay, much it's easier frame. to move. Yeah, it's a frame. Where the mattress is just all fucking flopping all over the place. Like a sloppy bitch. Like a sloppy vagina. Vagina. Twat. Twat. A sloppy twat. <laughs> now, that's our next drink we have to make. Sloppy a twat. Sloppy twat. Yes. Wait, what Make hand are we going f- for? Ha! What are we doing? <laughs> you almost slapped me in the fucking dick. <laughs> so anyway, with the mattress thing, mm-hmm. the same rule applies to your dead friend, in quotations, laying in the middle of the group. Why's the guy being quotations? Why can't she really be dead? Because she's not really dead. Damn she it. is a teenager. Damn it. Just kidding. Anyway, upon first attempt, they're relaxed. 
Just because you try to wedge your two fingers under their shoulders and push towards the heavens does not mean the rest of their body will follow. But after the incantation, they are stiff and focused. Without realizing it, they are doing a lot of work, and you, by keeping their muscles rigid, allow them to lift up with only a few points of contact, which is under their knee, um, behind their shoulder, I believe. Mm Mm-hmm. Or elbow and I don't know. Something like that. So that's the second theory. Right. The third theory is you just really, really, really want it to work. When sitting in 12-year-old Dakota's dark basement giggling, but trying not to wake up her super lame parents. I love this one. Super lame parents. There was something special happening. We really freaking wanted this to work. It was awesome. (laughs) It was something bigger than us, something mystical and something unknown. Whereas I now approach mysticism and ghosts with immediate skepticism during the formidable years that the idea we could in some way evoke a spirit or superpowers was monumental. I agree. Like, that's all I fucking wanted to do as a kid. Mm -hmm. Like, that's all I wanted. Um... Thus, we were more likely to try a lot harder the second time. Our united goal of performing the spiritual task helped the vault, or helped vault the body skyward. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of like the second theory where it's like, you just really wanted it to right. happen. Right, right, I know? agree. So you focus. Like the determination. So the two things I get from both of those is focus. Mm-hmm. Like if you are, you are all of a sudden, you're like serious about it, you're mm-hmm. not laughing, you're focusing on it. It's working. I agree. You know? Yeah. So that's two common things. Theory four is my favorite. Satan did it. (laughs) (laughs) It was all just witchcraft. Maybe even the devil. Ten-year-olds are some evil beasts. And your friend is really possessed and the spirit of a dead person. Hail Satan. (laughs) Holla. So... Um, supposedly this game dates all the way back to the 17th century England when it was first seen during plague outbreaks. Plague outbreaks go way further back than that. Well, no, the game was, I guess they're saying it was first seen in the 17th century. Oh, during the 1600s. One, during England. one of the outbreaks. Okay. Um, some thought that being levitated would help keep the disease away. Interesting. That is so What about weird. the poor people that Let are stuck on the floor? Let me just tell you real quick. You took a sip of your drink and you put it down. And look. What? It splattered on my finger over here. Like, what is wrong with these cups? You took a sip over there. You put it down all the way on the end of the table and it landed on my finger. What? I know. These cups are whack. The cups are the spirits. Anywho, the spirits in the cups? The spirits in the cups are gone. So, Well, mine. Yeah. No, they just shot on my finger. Well, yours shot onto my face before. But that was from my hand. That was condensation. You put it down all the way the fuck over there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) There's some major... It's condensation. (laughs) There's some major condensation on that. It just got me in the eyeball. So. So, anyway. The first... This is interesting. The first written account of anyone playing light as a feather, stiff as a board... Reportedly comes from the diary of a 17th century Englishman named Samuel Pepys. <laughs> anyway. Of course his name is Samuel. Pepys. Pepys. Oh, shit. Here's a weird thing. 
His entry is from July 31st. Shut up. Which we were mentioning earlier because we're going to talk to the East Tennessee Ghost Seers on 31st. About our creepy happening the following day. So this this century, this entry from July 31st was in 1665. So Pepe's mentions... Was it here or in England? Mm, he was an Englishman. That doesn't mean shit. I don't know. <laughs> he could have been in Boston. Well, I don't even... He was an Englishman, but he wrote this shit in a weird old language. And I have the translation for it. Okay, so 18... No. 1665, which is fucking forever ago. We don't math. Pepe's mentions a story that his friend Mr. Brisbane told him about a group of girls reciting the following chant over a boy who was laying down. I'm not going to read it to you because it's in a different language, but I will tell you the translation. Okay. I would love that. (laughs) Let me see. Start here. Oh, that's old English. I don't, mm -mm, I don't do that. No. How about that translation? All right. I thought it was just going to be like... You know what? Since she teased you, I'm going to try. <laughs> Voici un corpse mort red comme un baton. This is amazing. Freud comme la marbre, legger comme un esprit. Levetoi a nom de Jesus Christ. Roughly translated, the chant means... <laughs> that was poetic. <laughs> it means, behold, a dead body. Still as a stone, cold as marble, light as a spirit, we lift you in the name of Jesus Christ. Really? So here's what that happened. That was beautiful. His... Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed my English. Like, what the? He's an Englishman. That's what not even. language was that? I was like, oh, maybe it's Latin. And then I'm looking at the words. I'm like, that's not even fucking Latin. Like, what I is mean, that? I mean, maybe Italian. I don't know. That's, no. I don't know what that is. I just spoke in Aramaic. She yes. just spoke in hieroglyphics. That is a dead language. Anyway. That was hieroglyphics. Here's what else the diary entry said. While they chanted, the girls allegedly raised the boy into the air using only their fingers. Mr. Brisband added that they were able to replicate the trick with someone else. The cook of the house, a very lusty fellow... Who was very big, and they did raise him in just the same manner. Yeah, he sounds lusty. <laughs> <laughs> sounds musty. I think they use the word lust as a, something different than we do now. Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> I think that. lusty means he's got a lust for food. That's what I think. <laughs> or a lust for death. <laughs> um, God. So this was around the time that the plague was hitting Europe in waves. So it's pretty understandable that children would not only be aware of death. But they'd make games out of it to boot. Oh, okay. Of course, that doesn't explain what actually goes on when the lifty supposedly levitates, which has been deemed a work of witchcraft, black magic, and even Satan since the game's, game's inception. Interesting. I mean, but back then, like, everything was Satan, witchcraft, you know what I mean? Yeah. But the cool thing is that scientists still can't give you a straightforward answer. Yeah, no. I That's think, what's really neat about it. I think it's really cool. Yeah, that is what's really neat about it. So maybe, though, maybe the game is kind of like a Ouija board, right? Okay. So you're playing it, and it's like a totally benign game, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. there's really nothing to it. But what you're doing is attracting spirits, like... 
oh, this these girls are open to me talking to them or sure. open to me getting into them or whatever the fuck. Okay. You know, because a Ouija board, if you think about it, it's just fucking wood or paper or whatever put together. However you make it. Yeah. But it attracts, because they're like, oh, okay, by doing this, we know that you are open, opening yourself to right. us. So maybe that's And you know it. that it could be <clears throat> potentially, you know, whatever. Right. Sure. Like, yeah. So that's one thing is like, so maybe it, by doing this game and by doing the chant and stuff, it's just attracting something that might be nearby to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's definitely plausible. I don't right. Think... Um, and in fact, I never even thought of a Ouija board that way, but that's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's literally made in a fucking factory. Right. You know, in they're, China. They're putting this fucking paper on top of it that has the alphabet on it. You that's know what I mean? Right, yeah. And it's just a piece of fucking plastic that goes on top with a little window in it's it. It's what your spiritual intention is while you're using it. Right. You're opening yourself up to talk to the other side, no matter whether good or bad. Right. If you don't know what you're doing with the Ouija board, like, you'll, you'll get anything. Mm-hmm. Most likely bad. And that could be the same thing with, you know, Liza Feather Stiff as a board. And you're like a teenager thinking. Spiritually like, thinking that spirit some is spirit really, is going to, like, like I'm going to welcome a spirit. Inhabit your body. It's like, okay, here I come. Right. Diving in. Here comes the biggest demon that's ever <laughs> been created. So, but, and there's, so there's been lots of stories, um, of people I on Reddit and there's so many I websites about Reddit. This. Reddit is fucking amazing, but there's almost too much to look through. You know? Oh my god! Yeah, it's yeah, like a, it's like okay, it's like an endless too much pit of information. But after reading a bunch of them, my general consensus is a lot of the people that did this, some of them were in like a creepy camp setting and stuff like that. But while they're doing this and their friend is levitating, they're seeing orbs all over the fucking place. Like, with the naked eye, not with cameras, mm-hmm. you know? Or they'll be like, their friend will be moving, and then all of a sudden they see the curtains start blowing, like there's a wind blowing up. Mm-hmm. You know, shit like yeah. that. Like, they notice something is off. You can also feel that in the air, like that static Like that shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can feel the shift. It gets colder. Uh, it might be breezy. It might be something. But there's a lot of people who, <clears throat> while during the game, notice that something's up. Something changes. Something's yeah. Up. Yeah. That's so I thought that's that was really, really interesting. interesting. Yeah. Um, but also as soon as the person that is playing the body breaks, like they open their eyes and they're out of it, you fucking drop you fall. Them. Yeah. Like you have to make sure. So as a kid when I did it, we always had like a bunch of blankets under them or something. Uh-huh. Because we did it enough where we knew like we're gonna drop you at some point. Right. You know? Um, I have two experiences that I've written down. One was one of my clients because I talked to my clients, like my clients know what I'm into. Mm-hmm. So I'll be like, when you were a kid, did you ever play this game? You mm-hmm. know? And they'll tell me a story. So I got, most people are like, uh, no, I didn't. But one did have a story. <laughs> I was not cool. Yeah. I was I a- did not attend sleepovers. I was a nerd and stayed home by myself all the time. But one of my clients did tell me a story that she had but this is not from her yet i'm gonna tell hers last so this is one experience that is someone this a client wrote. that i know no no Damn. she's like 50 but she's really cool like i don't know anyone that's 50 well i mean you don't know right this i don't client. know i don't know that client yeah. yeah my clients that you would know are like our age probably right 
Like mutual friends. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so That's why I asked if it was anyone I knew. Yeah, yeah, no. So this experience comes from a group of seven-year-old girls that had a slumber party. Seven? Seven. What the fuck? Seven. Oh, And hell. I was definitely older when I started doing this. Stuff. Yeah. So it says, a group of seven-year-old girls did it at a slumber party, and while they were playing Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Board, which seems to be working... They all saw something and screamed. So that was like a really fast forward sentence through the whole thing. Um, but we'll go back. When they were out of the room, the mom, who was the mom of the slumber party, uh-huh. I guess, um, she asked what they saw because she heard all the kids screaming. The mom asked what they saw and one girl... Oh, okay. I remember the story. So one girl saw... A ball of light. She saw... It looked like the ball of light had lightning in it. So, like, an like electrostatic an, orb? Yes, exactly. Like, yes. one of those balls that you could touch and the lightning would yep. move with your fingertips? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, but the girl in the middle that they were lifting was, like, fucking screaming. They all were screaming, but the one in the middle was, like, fucking screaming, like, having a panic attack, right? So they turn all the lights. Like and get my the, spirit animal. <laughs> they get all the girls together, right? And then um, the mom is like, you know, what happened? What did you see? Like, because the mom suggested they play that. Because they, well, because, because these kids were super into horror movies. And so they set up this whole, like, outside movie theater thing for them to watch a scary movie. But mm-hmm. then it started, like, storming. Mm-hmm. So they came inside and the girls were all like, so she tells a seven-year-old to play light as a feather, yeah. stiff as a board? I don't know why. She did. What an but, idiot. Um, her and another mom were like, you know, when we were kids, we played this. Because the kids wanted to stay in the creepy vibe, which I get because my entire life I've wanted to do that. Well, yeah. So, so anyway. I remember we did creepy shit, but we were yeah. like in high school. Yeah. We were like 14. But I feel like I did it earlier than that, too, with like my neighbors and stuff. I did, too, but I wasn't seven. But I honestly don't remember. But anyway... So, the parents suggested Light as Feather, Stiff as a Board, thinking it was just like a parlor trick, like a funny game, right? Right. Or so, like it doesn't actually happen. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Like, it works, but it's probably like just because you're concentrating something. So, they all see something, and they all freak out, and they're doing it in this in the pitch black. So, the mom's like, what did you see? What's going on? What's going on? So, the girl that played the victim, mm-hmm. you know, that was in the middle during this, says, there was a shadow man and he was coming for me. Oh, hell no. But the weird thing is, all the other girls were like, what the fuck? That's not what they saw. They saw, they all saw, other than the girl in the middle, the rest of the kids saw that, whatever you call it. The electrostatic orb? Yes. They said it looked like a ball of light with lightning flashing in it. Uh Uh-huh. That's what they saw. Uh Uh-huh. But the girl in the middle saw... A shadow man coming for her. Huh. Isn't that crazy? Hell no. Oh my God. So here it gets even weirder. What? So the girl whose birthday it was and the girl in the middle who saw the shadow man were besties. Like they rode bikes together to school every day and stuff like they were best friends. After that night, um, the girl who saw the shadow man that was in the middle never talked to the other girl again. Ever. They, like, just weren't friends anymore. So, later on, like, 
I don't know, when they're like college age, mm-hmm. the girl whose birthday it was contacted her friend, her ex-friend, who was in the middle, who saw the shadow person. Okay. And she was like, you know, we've never, we were so close and we never talked after that. And um, she explained what happened that night and she explained what she saw. And she was like, you know, when you said you saw the shadow man, blah, blah, blah. Like she just told the whole story. And the girl wrote her back and she's like, I'm so sorry. Like I, I hardly remember you at all. And I don't even remember that happening. What? Yeah. So she's like, maybe she's just saying that to like, you know, push me off and not talk to me. Or does she really not really remember me that well? And she doesn't remember that night at all. So, okay. So just to make sure I'm understanding this correctly. Mm Mm-hmm. She reached out to the girl that was in the that played the victim. So yes, and the girl, girl that and was, the girl who played the victim were best friends at this. So point. the girl that played the victim that saw the shadow person said she doesn't remember her and doesn't remember that night. Yeah, bullshit. Mm-hmm. There's no fucking way she doesn't remember that. Exactly. And if she didn't, then there are definitely darker forces at work there. So that was her story. Now here's my client's story. This is interesting. So I was talking <clears throat> to one of my clients because I typed this out. <laughs> she's 50, guys. I don't and know her. <laughs> she's one of my clients, though, that likes to talk about spooky shit. She sounds awesome. And those are my favorite clients. Oh, yeah. If oh, yeah. you don't like that stuff, I don't want you in my chair. Right. So anyway. Stay home. Yes. Karen. Right. So I started talking about um, the Ouija board and stuff Mm -hmm. and other like slumber party shit because I knew I was going to be doing this on the show. Mm -hmm. So I was like, um, you know, one of the ones I want to talk about is Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Board because so many people know about that. And she was like, oh my God, like I have a story for you. And I can't tell you exactly what year it was because she's, well, let's see, she was, she said she was about 13 and she's like, 50 now? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. So, you do the math on that anyway. 70 something. Like 70. Yeah. 70. 77. No, 70. Yeah, around there. Anyway, I can't no, do math. It's 2020. Yeah. 70 would make you. That's 50 years ago. No, that's 40 years ago. 60. So, that would make her 10. 60. In- in 1970, she would be 10. Right? I don't know. This is going on way too long. I Who cares? Math. I can't do this math in my head. We don't math. Anyway, she... And we don't speak hieroglyphics. <laughs> so this <laughs> this happened when she was about 13. Same typical scenario that happens with all the girls. She had a bunch of friends sleeping over at her house watching scary movies. This is also why we get along so well. <laughs> um, anyway... Um, you know, the scary movies got, got them in the mood to keep the scary vibe going, which I've been in that situation in sleepover. Oh, for real. Yeah. Yeah, You're like, after it's over, you're like, oh no, we're not going to bed right now. Yeah. Um, so they decided to play light as feather, stiff as a board. So my client who I will not name right now, um, was the storyteller. So she was positioned at the the head. head. Okay. Um, and her friend was playing the part of the corpse. Anyway, they went through the whole thing, told a story about how she died, which was that she got in a car accident, 
the car went into the water. She drowned. Do they get to make up how this person yeah, dies? Yeah, it's like okay. all fake. It's all fake. Okay, because so, I'm like, I heard this just, one. <laughs> no, you're just trying to get them in the zone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's a very common one. Like, oh my God, your car went off a bridge or in the oh, water okay. you're drowned. It's either that or it's like, oh, you've got an illness. You're sick. You're sick. I'd be like, you got you're shot dying. in the face. You're dying. The back you're of your dead. You're dead. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Um, I'd pick up something like super fucked up and you'd be like, oh my God, I'm not going to calm down. I believe that you would. I would totally <laughs> fuck with people. Don't so play long. this game with Katie, AKA. Anyway. Seriously. So. And it's BTW. BTW. <laughs> not also known it's as. AKA BTW. <laughs> T-W-A-T, huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> so anyway. So they told this whole story about how she got in a car accident. She went into the water and she drowned. And then they started to chant. The light is a feather, stiff as a board. Light is a feather, stiff as a board. And you say that probably four or five times before you even attempt lifting. Okay. You know. Um, so then she told me that at first it was hard to lift her. And they thought the game wasn't working. But the more they chanted, they could literally feel her getting lighter. So it's either that she's, like, slipping into a trance. Okay. You know, and she's falling asleep, so her body's, like, super still, which makes it easier to lift. But they were sitting on their knees with their butts on their feet. You know? Okay, yeah. Yeah. So if you have to get up higher, you can just lift higher. Right? Sure. Um, and she said at the point where they were now on their knees but no longer sitting on their feet, her friend that was playing the corpse started chanting something in a different language. Shut up. And she felt all of a sudden like she weighed nothing. This is coming from like a real source that told me this. So naturally they all freaked out and her friend opened her eyes and got heavy again. They dropped her right away. So it's a... Another language? Yeah. So, and to this... Tell me it was like Latin. Well, they don't know. Oh my God, that would be so creepy. It was one of those things that like, while they were doing it, they were like... Oh, she's just jibber jabbering, and then they're like, "Oh my god!" Like, like it was. She's like speaking. It was really something. Yeah. And then when they all freaked out enough to like make their friend open like, her break eyes, it. all yeah. of a sudden she was heavy again. She fell to the ground. But they were like all the way up. Like they weren't sitting on their feet anymore. They right. were Like full on like, their up, knees. Up. Right. So, um, to this day, she's like, I don't know what language she was speaking. That's but she's crazy. like, I'm pretty sure she didn't speak any whatever other it was. You know, yeah. like she wasn't. And so when her friend fell to the ground, she was like, Oh damn it, it didn't work or whatever. Like she didn't even what realize. What the fuck was that? That was the that was the washing machine or dryer. Was it? Yeah, it was. Oh my god. Yeah, it's been acting funky. But, like, so... When you, like, just, like, kept talking through her. I'm like, I'm sorry. Did you not hear that? <laughs> yeah. I'm just, like, used to it because I've heard it a million times. But so when her friend dropped to the ground, she thought that she had been on the ground the whole time. Like, it didn't work. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. So she, like, was in a trance. Yeah. Like, she didn't remember them lifting her or anything. And this whole thing was probably a matter of two minutes. Wow. It probably wasn't long at all. But she started chanting something. They freaked out. They dropped her. She woke up. And, um, she just was like, oh man, it didn't work basically. Like she had no recollection. Oh my God. I would have to put like a, a recorder, like a, like a phone or a camera or something to record it. Mm -hmm. 
You know what I mean? In yeah. the corner of the room. Well, but it's like once that happens, you can't like recreate it, you know? So that's no, but that's thing. what I'm saying. Like if somebody starts talking in fucking tongues. Yeah, but back then they didn't have cell phones like we do. That, no, you know, I know. That could just record it. No, so, I know. But I'm saying like now if oh, we did that. It I would wouldn't have, do it without something rolling. So Yeah. I, at least a fucking voice recorder because it's right. like shit. Talking in fucking tongues. Right. I'm sorry, bitch. When did you start speaking like a a language that doesn't even exist anymore? Yeah, and she <laughs> didn't even remember it. That's crazy. So I thought that was super cool because I was like, man, like all the stories are basically the same. Basically. Yeah. But her, when she told me that, I was like, I don't think I've read one about like a different language or something. I mean, because I'm sure you're it can literally happen. opening up yourself to a spirit. Yeah. Like you have to, in your mind, be like, okay, I'm open to a spirit coming into me which as an adult now I know I would never do I didn't even learn <laughs> I've about I've seen Insidious I didn't even learn about that game until I watched The Craft <laughs> oh yeah that was the fucking best movie ever and The Craft didn't come out until when I looked it up I believe it was like May of 96 which means it was the end of 7th grade god that was a long time ago that's when The Craft came out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We well, were... Was, I loved that movie. It was just before we finished seventh grade. So, yeah. that I, That's when I learned about it. Because I was like, oh my God, what are they doing? That's so cool. <laughs> so, that that is my uh, whole thing on Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Board. That's fucking awesome. But I'm sure eventually down the road I will find more first-hand accounts. Maybe even from clients. Maybe I'll talk to more people about it. Yeah. My second story, or not story, my second party game is one that I did not play. I had not heard about it. And originally, like when you and me were young, it was called The Nightmare Man. I'm sorry, who? The Nightmare Man. I've never heard of it. But now... When you posted that on social media, I was like, this is creepy. I cannot wait to hear all about it. (laughs) (laughs) So... Um, but nowadays, it's called The Midnight Man. There's even been a movie made about it now called what? The Midnight Man. What the fuck? Yeah, I'd never heard about him. So, this article tells us how to evoke The Midnight Man. Oh, shit. A childhood game or something more sinister. But this article is from 2016. And she... So, 2016, thinking of her age... Well, she was an 80s kid, so she's a little bit older than us. So, maybe, like, the... Um, Nightmare Man like took a br- like kids stopped playing it and right. then all of a sudden someone and then it, discovered like, it and morphed life it. Into it. Right. Yeah. So she says my friends and I used to do some seriously twisted shit at slumber parties. Yes girl. Yes. Imagine a group of seemingly sweet 10 year old girls in suburban basement trying to conjure up the devil. Yes. Yes. That please. was me. Mm-hmm. That was me. I was trying that thing. Um, I, mine was like Bloody Mary. Well, yeah, Bloody Mary, Ouija boards. I tried all of it. I if if like, I, me and my friends knew about the Midnight Man, like we would have done it. Yeah, for sure. I was a big Bloody Mary person. Uh, she says, we weren't weird cult members or kids who listened to too much King Diamond. I'm sorry, know, who? I don't know who King Diamond is. Were you born in like the 60s? We were typical 80s kids with Debbie Gibson posters yes! on our walls 
And Cabbage Patch Kids dolls. Fuck which yeah. I had those. I had Cabbage Patch Kids. I listened um, to Debbie Gibson, but <laughs> sans posters. She said, <laughs> sure, we would spend a few hours eating pizza, doing each other's hair, and talking about boys, but the climax of the evening was always some type of supernatural evocation. Do you remember the group which, Climax? That, but <laughs> she's saying the climax was supernatural evocation, which... Fuck yes. Is what every single one of my sleepovers ended up with. So. Fuck yes. We are right on the same page there. Or um, sleepovers ended up with them just showing up at your fucking house. Well, yeah, that's true too. Because that's kind of the shit. But that's shit also because that's me. what we wanted to happen. Well, and then we didn't I don't realize know. it would actually happen. Right. Or even when we weren't thinking about it, they just showed up and we were like, ah, my yeah. God, what's <laughs> happening? Um, so she said, we researched all the shit. And where to place the candles. I love this chick. What to say, or what to say, how to stand. We knew our game. And this was trying to sustain our nervous giggles and fright. We endeavored <laughs> to reach the dark side. It was scary, exciting, and fun. <laughs> we tried evocation through many different means. Some weekends it was the Ouija board. Some weekends we would experiment with folk tales like Bloody Mary. I know, it just flickered like the a bunch of times. The second you said Ouija board... It, like, went super dim and then shot back up. Oh, great. I didn't touch it today. Um, some nights we would try games like light as a feather, stiff as a board. Mm-hmm. But my favorite nights were when we would call the Nightmare Man, or as he is now commonly known in contemporary version, the Midnight Man. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I missed this one, and I need to talk to my friends from, like, before yeah. high school. And yeah. be like, did we talk about... Cause Part of me, when I read about it, is like, I think we might have done that. Right. And but see, I'm not sure. I've never heard of him. Ever. See, when I, I didn't either, but In then when I read context. about it, I was like, I think we might have done this, but I can't remember. Anyway, okay. she says, when we used to experiment with this evocation, talking about the Midnight Man, mm-hmm. I knew nothing about the actual history of the malevolent being that we were conjuring. But apparently, well, according to ample internet sources... The summoning technique dates all the way back to pagan times. Sweet. It was originally used as a punishment to torture those who disobeyed disobeyed the rules of religion. Supposedly, someone would call the Nightmare Man and then lock the victim in a house for the duration of the game. He had to closely follow the rules or else the Midnight Man would mentally torment him or in some cases kill him. What? Yeah follow rules or you die so that's that's how it was like way back in the day right so that's back in like pagan times they would <laughs> yeah, whenever that was they would lock you in a house and just make you deal with the midnight man jesus so the currently accepted rules for calling this evil spirit of the night are a little different than i recall from my childhood our version which is probably our version right right <laughs> um and involved chanting and multiple candles and the punishment for not adhering to the rules of the game were horrible nightmares. Great. So that's why he's the Nightmare Man. Nightmare Man, right. But then the Midnight Man could kill you, so it's morphed. Awesome. Yeah. The Midnight Man game became the internet sensation a while ago on both Creepypasta and 4chan. Huh. The rules of this game are a little different, but the concept is still the same. So let's play. Yikes. Adhering to the rules is incredibly important in this game. The violations, even being off by mere seconds, can supposedly result in torture, mental breakdowns, or death. 
homie, that sounds like a day in my head. (laughs) Oh my God. While researching this piece, I found many sites insisting that the Midnight Man was real and not to fuck around with the game. But for the brave and steady-minded, here are some currently accepted rules as listed on Creepypasta Wikipedia. There's a Creepypasta Wikipedia? There is. Holy shit. All right, so prerequisites. Uh-oh. It must be exactly 12 a.m. when you begin performing the ritual. Hmm. Otherwise, it will not work. It's 11.43, ma'am. Mm, we have 17 minutes. Okay, I'll, be, I'll talk fast. Materials. You'll need a candle, a piece of paper, a writing implement, matches or a lighter, salt, a wooden door, and at least one drop of your own blood. (laughs) Sorry, ma'am. If you're playing with multiple people, they will need, um, they will need their own aforementioned materials and they will have to perform the steps below accordingly. Mm. So everyone that's playing needs those materials. And step one is write your full name, first, middle, and last on a piece of paper. Put at least one drop of your blood on the paper. Allow it to soak into the paper. Hmm. Step two, turn off all the lights in the place where you are doing this. Go to your wooden door and place the paper with your name and the blood on it in front of the door. Now take out the candle and light it. Oh, no. So you take it out, you light it, and you place it on top of the paper. Knock on the door 22 times. The hour must be 12 o'clock a.m. upon the final knock. Not 12.01, 12 o'clock. So you have to do all that in one minute. Then open the door, blow out the candle, and close the door. You have just allowed the midnight man to enter your house. Mm-hmm. Step four, immediately relight your candle. This is where the game begins. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, that wasn't part of the game? I'm sorry, what did you say? So, <clears throat> so that, that evocation was to let the midnight man in. So you let him in, and then all of a sudden you light the candle, and now the game starts, because he is now <laughs> in your house looking for you. Awesome. Yeah. Um... You must now lurk around your now completely dark house with the lit candle in your hand. I'm sorry. Are we playing hide and go seek with a fucking demon? You are. Yeah. Fuck basically. that. Mm-mm. Your goal is to avoid the midnight man at all costs until 3.33 a.m. No, ma'am. Should, you create a- <laughs> Should your candle ever go out, that means the midnight man is near you. You must relight the candle in the next 10 seconds. No, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. If you are not successful Especially in not doing in your this, fucking house. Right. Nuh-uh. If you are not successful in doing this, you must then immediately surround yourself by a circle of salt. Mm-hmm. If you're unsuccessful in both of your actions, the Midnight Man will create a hallucination of your greatest fear and rip you out... You mean the Midnight Man? <laughs> and rip out your organs one by one. You will feel it, but you will be unable to react. <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't laugh because that's like sinister as fuck. Um, that's. If, uh, there's more. Awesome. If 
<laughs> However, you are successful in creating the circle of salt. You must remain there until 3.33 a.m. If you are successful in relighting your candle, you may proceed with the game. You must continue until 3.33 a.m. without being attacked by the Midnight Man or being trapped inside the circle of salt to win the Midnight Game. The Midnight Man will leave your house at 3.33 a.m. and you will be safe to proceed with your morning. Why is that game three hours long? Because the Midnight Man comes at midnight and he stays until 3.33 a.m. I know. Why to is To mock it... the Holy Trinity because he's a fucking demon. Ugh. <laughs> Pass. Additions to this is... I'm sorry. Additions? Mm-hmm. Ugh. This tells you indications that the Midnight Man is near. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> um, it will include a sudden drop of temperature. Like a ghost. Yeah. Seeing a pure black humanoid figure through the darkness. Sure. That's my biggest fear. <laughs> um, hearing... They're like, oh, relight your candle and it's like a face right here. I'm like, no, man. I can't do it. I'm going to hide under the couch, bitch. Hearing, <laughs> hearing a very soft whispering coming from an indiscernible source. No! <laughs> if you experience any of these, it is advised that you leave the area to avoid the Minute Man. Do not, absolutely do not turn any of the lights on during the midnight game. Do not use a flashlight during the midnight game. Do not go to sleep during the midnight game. Do not attempt to use another person's blood on your name. Do not use a lighter as a substitute for a candle. It will not work. And definitely do not attempt to provoke the midnight man in any way. Even when the game is over... He will always be watching you. Fucking great. As soon as you evoke the Midnight Man, he'll never, ever leave you. Sounds like an excellent reason to, you know, play the game. Right. Agreed. So, yeah. Who fucking thought of this? (laughs) Well. I mean, it sounds like a great way to scare the fuck out of people. Yeah. I mean, it really does. Does it... Do I believe it? No. Do I want to play it? Also, no. So... (laughs) She doesn't believe it, but she's not willing to find out if it's real or not. I do believe in demons. Right. And so and I do believe in bad spirits. And do I believe that you can evoke such things? Yes. So that's a common thread in these games. Right. I do believe these things can happen. I don't necessarily believe in the quote unquote nightmare man. Do I believe that you can invoke something If something catches on to what you are doing and, like, you honestly believe something's there, they're like, ooh, I'm going to pretend like I'm a nightmare man. That's it. Just like a fucking Ouija board. Hell no. Right. No, ma'am. Agreed. Not only that, and it's like, oh, three hours? Fuck you. If you let a demon (laughs) anywhere near you, three hours my ass. That's going to be the rest of your damn life until you get a fucking, I need an old priest and a young priest and I need fucking... (laughs) I need the church to set me on fire. Hmm. Have you seen The Nun? No, thank you. Yes, I have. <laughs> no, that thank you. That is a scary fucking movie. No, thank you. Okay. So, I looked up on Reddit experiences with playing the game The Minute Man. No way. Yes. And again, if you think about using this as like a Ouija board. Right. Where you're just inviting something in. Right. You know? Yeah. This is why I would never ever play this fucking game. Right. Okay, good. So I'm not the only one because I thought you were looking at me like, 
mm, you weak ass bitch. I'm not saying that we're not going to try this game. Oh. But you just said I'm but, never fucking playing this game. Well, yes and no. I'd be willing to play it if there was no one else in the house but us. Uh, I would definitely not be willing to be play it <laughs> if there was no one else in the house but us. I'd be like, Mommy, Daddy, help me. Well, maybe after you hear these stories, you might be more inclined to play. Probably not, but let's hear them. <laughs> so this story starts with two friends. They're bored and wanting to be creeped out. Well, that's one way to go As about it. As it happens with every, you know, slumber party or whatever. Right. Scary movies weren't doing it, so a quick Google search. This Google is now, search? This is them now. Yeah, this is modern day. Okay. So they said, a quick Google search led us to this amazingly simple game. We had everything we needed already at home, and we could do it. Including our blood. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. <laughs> This was something neither of us believed would work, and even the tiniest little bit of our plan was, or not even the tiniest little bit, and our plan was to disprove it for science. For science. So they're dorks. Hashtag for science. But they became cool because they realized. They did it as a hashtag. They Just act- kidding. <laughs> they realized they actually invoked the spirit of the nightmare man. Yikes. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that makes you cool, though. So. (laughs) Pretty sure that makes you fucking weird. (laughs) All right. So he said, let me describe my house real quick. Pretty average two-story house, four bedrooms, two bathrooms, large basement, and a living room. Okay. 11 p.m. This is to me when our night started. We started to assemble everything we would need in the kitchen. Two large candles, two note cards, a sewing needle, two lighters, two baggies of salt, I think, honestly, you should have, like, the whole salt shaker with you. Like, I would go to... Like, the big to... old Morton's one. Uh-uh. You know? No, ma'am. Costco. <laughs> Eight-pound bag. <laughs> Can't put, be too safe. Put that bitch on your back and walk. <laughs> um, and... Get those candles that don't blow out. You know, those birthday candles? Oh, yeah, that you can't light. blow out? That is a really good idea, mm-hmm. and you'll find out why in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um... So two baggies of salt, a silver cross on a chain, which this guy said he had one because his sister hung one on her door to keep whatever haunted the house away. What? So there was already something in the house. Right? Oh, so this was a grand idea. Yeah. Uh, when it's we... probably just the ghost like, hey, you fucking yeah, idiots. I'm going to play along with this game. Right. Uh, when we finished collecting all of this, we were getting pretty excited and we were definitely no longer bored. After writing down our names, both me and my friend Tom pricked our fingers and put a dot of blood on our pieces of paper and stepped outside with all of our supplies. We placed our bloodied names on the doorstep and waited for midnight. At 11.59, we knocked on our own door 22 times. Midnight. We walked into my house, lit our candles, and commenced with the game. It was pretty simple for a while, walking around pretending we could feel cold spots and basically playing the paranormal investigator. We played this for about an hour before we got bored. I decided I was done with this dumb game and sat down on the couch with my candle and talked to it. (laughs) Talked to the candle? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Tom, who was feeling pretty much the same as I was about the game, um, thought I was crazy and we managed to talk with each other for maybe five minutes. 
I was looking at Tom, and he was looking around and stopped talking in mid-sentence. His eyes fixed on something. Without saying a word, I looked over to see what he saw. In the doorway was a very black outline. Mm-hmm. Darker than pitch black, blacker than the blackness of the house. The outline in the darkness um, was a... Th- and there was a thing just standing there. It was in the doorway to the kitchen, leading to the living room. It was almost human, but so much worse. Oh my god. His head was touching the top of the doorway, and its shoulders were touching the sides of the door. God. Uh, Is it Lou Ferrigno? This thing's (laughs) arms were down near where my knees would have stood in the doorway. Oh, Hell so it no. Had super long arms. Ugh. And, you know, even though they were like overplaying the game, mm-hmm. they still had all the lights off in the house. The right. Point, you know? And they're just staring at their candles. It says, This thing's eyes were the darkest part. It looks like the darkness condensed so far that it created a hole in the world. So it's like black holes for eyes. Mm hmm. It looked right at us. The only reason I know that is because this thing was not a figment of my imagination. And when I started when I started describing it to Tom, he finished the description. Oh. So that meant that Tom he saw it. He saw it, it as well. Right. Well yeah, he was the one that stopped mid sentence when he was talking. Yeah. Well yeah, that's true. He uh, we ran into my room, which had felt the safest for the entire night. We did not shut the door, which is against the rules. If you close the door, it would know exactly where you were. Hmm. So we saw this thing pass the door and go down the hallway. Mm-mm. Dude, I don't know what I would do in that I'd run situation. out of the house and just set the bitch on fire. Yeah, I would at least run out of the house. I don't know about setting on fire, but I'd run out of the house. Yeah. I'd escape. Um, as... It did this draft. It created... Oh, no. As it did this, as it walked past the room, mm-hmm. the draft it created blew out the candle he was holding. Of course it did. A, oh, my God. But he says a draft is too kind a word. This was a wind. Ooh. I could not get it to relight. I finally lit my candle, and at the 10-second count, Tom was freaking out about it. I was desperately praying, and I didn't need to draw a salt circle. Or I was des- desperately praying that I didn't need to draw a salt, cir- salt circle. Well, yeah, that's kind of hard to say. <laughs> yeah, because if he, in the rules that he read, if he drew the salt circle around him, Tom would have to leave the room and go and try and escape the Midnight Man. No! Because as soon as you draw a salt circle... The Midnight Man could be right in front of you if he wanted to be, but he can't get you. But you have to stay in the circle till 3.33 a.m. So he can walk right the fuck up to the circle. Yeah. And just like... He can fucking talk the shit out of you. But Tom has to leave the room. So he was hoping that he wouldn't have to do that so that Tom wouldn't be on his own. You know what I mean? Oh my god. At this point, we decided we need to go downstairs and stay there. 2.30 a.m. 
We walked quickly. Could you imagine having to go through this for hours? No, that I've never even heard of this game. It I couldn't go fun, through though. this. I couldn't go Tell through me this it's for not exciting though. Hell no! I couldn't go through this for thirty seconds. I would have a fucking heart attack. What if you hadn't seen anything though, and you're still trying to skate like you're playing mm. the game? Mm-mm, you don't no. think you could do it? Nope, I couldn't do it. No. <laughs> I, I'm going to have a stroke. A no. <laughs> I'm going to have a stroke just thinking about it. Right. This guy's story is giving me so much anxiety. I need another twat shot, and I just want to jump in the pool. All right. Light on. Right. <laughs> yeah. Salt in hand. Right. He just, like, dissolves in the pool. Like, fuck! We can't avoid him in the pool. It's salt water. We're fine. <laughs> yeah. 2.30 a.m. We walked quickly but silently down the stairs and huddled in the basement corner near the fireplace. Basement corner. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah, super smart idea. Oh, my God. Can they be in the same salt circle? I don't think so. Mm. No, because he said if he drew if he drew a salt circle around himself, like, Tom would have to leave the room. But can they be in the same salt circle together? Well, I don't. That's a good question. Because I would have done I that shit. Know. Well, we should do it, and you can ask the no. man. No, if... ma'am. <laughs> Not happening. I need um, to find more languages to say that in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be so funny. Um, I do not know how we managed it, but somehow we managed to create what I can only describe as a bubble of positive energy. During this time, we talked about everything we could that would keep the good energy. Like Jesus? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Get this demon Jesus. out of my house. <laughs> this was by far the hardest thing I have done. So you might ask how you can possibly think of good things during a time like this. For sure. Well, the entire time we were downstairs, this made it even harder because footprints were stomping up and down the stairs all through the kitchen and the hallway above us. And every once in a while, we could see a face looking at us from the stairs. No! So he was just taunting them. They're in this corner. And maybe you're right. Maybe at this time they had drawn a certain... A salt circle around the two of them. You know what I mean? That's I would have really drawn it. Say. I would have salt circle. Yeah, really I would have drawn it like at the top of the stairs. Like, no, bitch, you're not even coming on this floor. Right. I don't know, mm-hmm. but maybe it had to be connecting on both sides or something. That's why you did maybe. Circle. Yeah, maybe. But anyway, so while they're in the trying to breed positive thoughts, right? This thing is like stomping up and down the basement, and it's like reaching down looking. the steps and yeah. like, what's up, assholes? Like, oh my god. <laughs> he says. So, so I would say it was pretty damn hard to keep that shield up. We sat down there for what felt like years and years. The mm-hmm. clock on the wall seemed to move way too slow. When 3.33 finally came around, and the worst part was that my phone suddenly turned on at full volume. Oh, my God. Because he had set his alarm for 3.33. Um, I take this that the thing was saying goodbye in its own way. We immediately left and booked it out of there and just got in the car and drove until daylight. Neither of us were able to believe what happened. Jeez. So this is his summary of the whole thing. Okay. He said, what I took away from this is that don't fucking mess with the paranormal. Those boards that communicate with spirits or flipping voodoo, they'll screw you over. Or any of these games like this thing, which seem to feed on negative energy, unless you have experienced something like this, I don't know if you can understand how much it seems to be in your head. We would only do this again to prove that we're not crazy and then have someone else there to prove it to. 
I apologize if my writing sucks. Please write in the comments if you have done this game or are planning on it. I yeah. love what he said. He learned the most valuable lesson. Don't fuck with the paranormal. Don't fuck with it. And Even though I can't help myself. No, but like the fact that he learned that lesson, yeah. that is the best lesson. If you don't know what you're doing and you don't know what you're fucking with, don't, don't do, do it. it. Right. So, I mean, good I'm for not going to live by that rule, but I get it. No, but good for him, though. Yeah, seriously. And that's so, fucking terrifying. So, when this is the very last thing I'm going to say on this episode because it's long as fuck. Sorry, guys. I hope you love it because we're having a <laughs> great time. So much fun. So, you know how he said. Please write in the comments if you have done this game or are planning on it. Oh my god, tell me that there was like a really good comment. Yeah, well no, there's someone who writes about their experience. Okay. So this is the last thing I'm going to talk about tonight. And believe me guys, I have way more slumber party games for you. I can't wait. So I'm really digging this topic. So this one starts out very similarly to the last story, but this time it's just one guy. He's bored in the mood to be creeped out. He says he searched the interwebs for something I creepy. I love it. <laughs> and came upon the Nightmare Man. Hmm. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> he said. So We should put that and leave this in here. We should just put that, like, <laughs> clip that shit. It's like, dun, dun, In the dun, very beginning. From, bum, like, bum, bum. from, like, the 40s or the 50s. Oh, my God. We should get that sound clip. That would be, <laughs> awesome. That'd be so cool. Mm-hmm. So this guy says his name is... Charlie Bradbury. Bradbury. So, a few months ago, I was browsing the interwebs looking for scary stories. I have a thing for ritual pastas. In I which, didn't know that was a thing. I didn't either. In which, oh my god, that's a rabbit hole. Ritual pastas. I'm going down it. In which the reader is told to undergo a series of dangerous tasks to reach a reward. I typed the phrase into Creepypasta Wiki and came across one I'd never heard of before. The Midnight Game. Mm. Mm-hmm. At first, I was skeptical. But a month later, after forgetting about it, for that long of amount of time, I looked it up and found the so-called Midnight Man. Mm-hmm. I found that they made a video game based on it, but that was about it. There's a video game, too? I guess. I didn't what? know that. There's a movie now. I want to see the movie. Okay. I hadn't heard of the movie. Level like ground. I'll watch the movie with you in your house. Only if you play it with me. Fuck that. <laughs> I, that's why I said middle ground. I'll watch the movie. <laughs> All right. So he found a video game based on it. And that is what brings us to tonight. Okay. I reached my breaking point. I'm going to summon the midnight man into my home and risk my life. Why? By himself? Yeah. Oh, shit. He says, Why? Because I've always had an obsession with ghosts and demons and whatnot. So here goes nothing. It's about 11 p.m. right now, and I'm going to update this when I'm done with the game. Oh, my God. 11.30. I pricked my finger, put the drop of blood on the paper with my name on it. I put it at my front door. I also had a hard time finding the candle and a lighter. (laughs) 11.59. Midnight. I knocked on my own door 22 times. Opened and closed the door, lit my candle, and let the game begin. 12.25. I was getting antsy at this point, mostly because nothing was happening. I was moving around my house slowly, making as little noise as possible with a giant salt container under my arm. Like your eight-pound <laughs> bag. See, that's what yeah. I did. Costco bag. <laughs> 
I decided to walk to my bedroom while I was moving down the somewhat long hallway. What happened? My candle blew out. Shit. I quickly relit it within five seconds. My heart racing. I then turned around and decided to walk back to the living room. (laughs) 1 a.m. Nothing really happened after my candle blew out. I'd been aimlessly wandering around my living room and kitchen, too nervous to go back down the hallway. But I was getting rather bored and I wanted to push my luck. So at about 1 o'clock, I decided to go back down the hallway. In the corner before the turn to my room, there's this old wooden telephone chair that I'd gotten from my grandpa. I don't know what a telephone chair is. It's a, it's, you remember how like phones had cords or they'd be like attached to the, they were like rotary phones and they would like sit on top. Well, because they were corded and they were attached to the wall. Yeah. You couldn't walk around with a phone like you can with a cell phone. Yeah. So you had a chair like this. So you could sit and talk on the phone. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was just a, a special f- chair that you put next to, like, a desk or wherever you had your phone. Yeah. So you could sit and talk on the phone. Oh, okay. Well, in the chair, I saw a dark humanoid figure. Fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. It seemed to stare at me with empty eyes. I felt myself freeze. Then the air in the hallway got much colder. I began to back away slowly until I turned the corner that led to the dining room and the living room. Oh my god. 1.35 a.m. At this time... Now you I was... get two more hours of this shit, motherfucker. <laughs> oh my god. I was legit scared out of my wits. Nothing had happened except for a few cold spots and the occasional footstep, but I was trembling. And you fucking saw someone sitting in the chair. Right. You saw a demon in your grandfather's <laughs> telephone chair. Now I was in my parents' bedroom, having speed walked through the wretched hallway. I was about to head back to the kitchen when I heard illegible whispering behind me. Oh. I sped out of the bedroom and back to the living room. 2.17. I remember the exact time this happened. Not only because it was the second most scariest moment of my life, but also because I was looking at the clock in my kitchen when it happened. I heard one of my cats... All three, which had strangely run off to my room when the game began. Interesting. Meowing from my room. So all the cats are meowing from his room. Mm -hmm. More worried about my cat than myself, I jogged to my room to find the black humanoid. It was standing over my puffed up, frozen, stiff, terrified cat who looked like he'd just emerged from under my bed. Emerged from under my bed. The figure looked over at me. I swear it did. I felt its cold gaze. Terrified, I said the first thing that came to mind. Please don't hurt my cats. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, my candle went out. Fuck. You have only 10 seconds to relight your candle once it goes out. I'd be like, you know what? I'm just dumping the bag of salt on me. (laughs) I relit it just in time to find that the humanoid had gone and my cat was crawling right under my bed. I turned around and went back to the kitchen. 3 a.m. Only 33 minutes left. I'd let my guard down. Dumbass. What a mistake. What an idiot. In the hall, leading from the kitchen to my living room, there were several bookcases filled with DVDs. As I passed the second one, all the DVDs on the top shelf fell to the floor. In a panic, I tried to run to the kitchen, but fell. My candle went out. I ran to the kitchen, knowing that it was probably too late to relight the candle. I surrounded myself in a circle of salt and sat in the middle of it. 3.28. Another moment in which I was watching the clock. Only five minutes left, and I was terrified. 
I glanced away from the clock and down the hallway where I saw the midnight man sitting in the telephone chair. Because I'm odd, I decided to speak to him. My exact words were, Congratulations, sir, you won. But let me say, you're amazing at scaring people. I salute you. I looked back at the clock. 3.32. I heard a very distinct whisper right in my ear. It said, Thank you, Ariel. It sent chills down my spine. I knew it was my name, and when the clock struck 3.33, I stayed frozen for about five minutes just to be safe. So here I am, having lost the midnight game. Everyone, I highly recommend that you do not play it. I let curiosity get the best of me, and I'm pretty sure I'm never going to sleep again. This was the scariest experience of my life, and I don't think I'll ever be the same again. The following photos are of my house, just so you get the idea of where I was tonight. So it's going to show us the cool pictures of her cigarette chair, or whatever the fuck it was. Is it telephone chair? Telephone chair. It's cigarette anyway, chair. Anyway, I don't see any following photos, so false advertisement. But I legit want to, like, shit my right? pants. The fact that she was ballsy enough I to do that do it, man. by herself. Yeah, not by myself. And the whole time, this is, like, sounds sexist, and I don't mean it to but the whole time I was reading this, I thought it was a guy. I thought it was a guy. And then when she said that, I was like, oh shit, this girl's got balls. Yeah. Yeah. She's both. <laughs> she's both. Are you a hermaphrodite? Because you got balls. You got some balls, girl. No, that was, but that was fucking badass. I do want to do it. And it seems well, like. I'm sure Danny will do it with you because he's going to be like, this is bullshit. Right. And then the Midnight Man's going to take him away from me because he's going to not surround himself by a salt circle. He's not going to believe the system. <laughs> I, I know that if I see the Midnight Man, it's going to be fucking terrifying. But I know if I surround myself in a circle of salt, I'm good. Well, you let me know how it goes. And we will do an entire three episode series on it. Because <laughs> I... be like having to communicate me through a Ouija board. So I'll be on the other side at that I... point. <laughs> We'll be outside. I kind of want to try it. Oh my God. You and Danny should do it and I'll be outside and we can do a live stream during the whole thing. Oh my gosh. That would be amazing. But I will be outside. (laughs) I will be at my house outside. No, I'll be outside (laughs) of your house, but I am not coming inside. Not even if I call you for help? No. That's why Danny's going to do it with you. (laughs) (laughs) I really, I honestly do want to do it. I'm like a child in an adult body. I want to do it. Yeah, no. I think it's fucking creepy as hell. Like, I literally have anxiety just thinking about it. And I'm, like, (laughs) sitting here with, like, bated breath, like, listening to her story. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then what happened? And I'm like, when she was like, see, to me, I looked away. what a fucking adventure. When she was like, I looked away the clock for just for a second. I literally thought you were going to say, like, her eyes, like, left the clock. And it was like, bam, face. Like, that's what, that's what I would think. And it's like, if I... Like, the candle would go out, and I would light it, and it's like, face. It's like, mm-mm, no, mm-mm, no, thank no. you. I mean, this is scary, but at the same time. Like, you want to go on, like. A, that's what I want. I want proof. You want to go, like, ghost like hunting shit? Yeah. Cool. You want to summon a demon? I'm out. I'm we sorry. We know he's a demon. Sorry. The game sounds so fun. Mm-mm. But maybe I'll just come to your house and try it. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we can try it at the, at the Octagon Mansion. And we can leave him there. We'll just bring, like, an eight-pound bag of salt, like you said. 
<laughs> That'd be so fun. Excuse me, Costco. I don't need 13 eight-pound bags of salt for me and my friends. Midnight Man, if you're listening. Go away. Come on in. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was two of my fun uh, slumber party That games. was so good. And I, I have so many more. I have so many fucking more. I've legit never heard of that. I hadn't heard of that. I before. think that is so fun. So no. you'll play it with me? No. I think it's a fun thing to learn about <laughs> and listen to. Like it's fun to like hear other people's right. stories. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> Not playing it. <laughs> no, like I love being creeped out and I'm thoroughly like terrified and I haven't done anything except for sitting here listen to you and have a conversation. <laughs> However, you have opened up my brain because I'm like, what am I going to talk about next week? And I have decided that it's going to be ritual pasta. Hell yeah, because I've never heard of that either. I've never heard of it either, and I'm like, what's up, rabbit hole? I'm just going to jump right the right. fuck in so you. So we're all learning stuff together, because I never heard of the Midnight Man, Katie's never heard of the Midnight Man, so we learned that together. Right, she's sitting here reading, I'm like, what's a ritual pasta? And so I Googled it, Yeah. and like 47 pages of like, shit. shit just came up, and then I saw that there was like Reddits and subreddits, and I'm like, oh my god! I know, and I've never heard of ritual pasta, so we're all... If you guys haven't heard about it yet, don't fucking look it up because we'll just tell you about it. Right. I don't know what it is, what I mean, we'll they are. we'll start down the rabbit hole, but it's probably going to be a few episodes worth. Right. So I'm just going to find something that looks interesting and like, it's kind of like throwing a dart at a globe or a map and it's like, ooh, I'm going to start there. Yeah. We're in just Texas kinda, today, guys. Right. I'm just going to find something that looks interesting and go from there. Cause I like it. I have no idea what it is, but there were so many things to click on and I was like, ooh. Yeah. Sparkly and pretty. I don't know what this is. <laughs> so that's going to... We have a lot of fun stuff coming up. And, you know, if you think about the weeks, right? Yeah. We're only... Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. Maybe, what, eight weeks till Halloween or something? Uh, uh, Let's see. It's July 4th, basically. Well, yeah. Tomorrow. It is July 4th. It's uh, midnight. Happy Independence Day. <laughs> happy 4th of July. <gasps> happy Treason Day, you... Fucking colonials. So we're actually like probably 11 weeks or something from Halloween. Mm-hmm. But. The best day ever. We, starting in like six weeks, are going to start off on our fucking Halloween extravaganza. Season because two. Because it can't just be. Yeah. Season two starts. Like September. Like end of September, right? Or beginning or of beginning September. Of, beginning of September, yeah. Beginning so of we, September starts like season two. two. Mm-hmm. And that is when we're going to. Be all spooky all the time, even we're though gonna we've go, been doing that lately anyway. Right. We're going to go balls to the wall, scary shit, scary places. Jump scares in the episodes, so beware. Right. That's we're gonna We're thing. going to check out a few places. Oh, ghost hunts, ghost investigations. We're going to go to spooky haunted places. We're going to do... Yeah. Um, haunted houses. We're going to do some haunted houses, some charity stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, Okay. Yeah, he's like, yeah, the ghost. He's like, yeah, you're gonna fucking do some charity, charity. bitches. That means it's a good ghost, then. Thank you. So, um, yeah, so we got some real cool, fun, spooky shit coming up. However, next week we are all if you 
well, me and Mandy at least. Yeah, we are so... We're going to find out what the fuck a ritual pasta is, and we're going to learn what a, at least one of them. I'm not even going to look it up at all, because I have no fucking idea what it is. I don't either. I don't want to know until you tell me. Right, so I'm going to find out at least what one of them is, and <laughs> we're going to learn something together, and it's going to be fucking amazing. So... This was a exceptionally long episode, and it was fucking worth it, and we enjoyed it, and we hope you enjoyed it, and please go on Facebook, Instagram, Google Podcasts, whoever, Podbean, iTunes, wherever you listen to us. Yeah, please leave us a review. If you liked it. <laughs> of course they like yeah, it. Yeah, if you didn't like it, then just fuck off and right. don't listen again. Then eat shit. We don't need a we don't need a review from you. Right. <laughs> Leave us a review, give us a rating, whatever. Tell your friends, obviously. Check out our new artwork and Oh yeah, so we have completed our transformation. Our transformation has been complete. We are officially totally weird and twisted and we have fucking cool artwork and our yes, our name is an acronym for twice. Yes, we are still twat podcast. So always, and you guys are still twats. And we're still the twat, twat team. team. Okay, love you guys. Catch you next time. <laughs> okay, my ass was talking. Can you run an open bag and tell you get to Paddy Shack the Bogeyman is here?